0: Head on over to icantsleep.supportingcast.fm to sign up and listen on your podcast player of choice. Use code SLEEP for one free month of the subscription. And now, a word from our sponsors. If you love falling asleep to the I Can't Sleep podcast, I think I know of a brand new show for you to wake up to. The Daily Book Club is a podcast where the host Otis Gray reads classic stories every day, one chapter at a time. Simple as that. Hear amazing tales read start to finish. Whether you want to get engaged and wrapped up in fantastic stories that have stood the test of time, or you just want to relax and listen to a great book, the Daily Book Club is there for you to get lost in however you like. Right now, Otis is reading The Enchanted April. In the 1920s, four women, unfulfilled with life, take a chance and abscond to a dreamy medieval Italian castle in the month of April, as the flowers bloom. It's a story dripping with wisteria, the beauty of solitude, and an unlikely pursuit of joy in Portofino, Italy, a perfect book to start this season. You can find The Daily Book Club on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. Subscribe so you never miss an episode and tune in each morning to hear what happens next. Welcome to the I Can't Sleep Podcast where I read random articles to bore you to sleep with my soothing voice. I'm your host, Benjamin Boster. As more people discover the benefits of fasting, including weight loss, enhanced mental and physical performance, and improved gut health, the challenge often lies in the daunting prospect of not eating. That's where Prolon comes in, a groundbreaking plant-based nutrition program that nourishes your body while tricking your cells into thinking they're fasting. Developed over decades at the University of Southern California's Longevity Institute and supported by top U.S. medical centers, Prolon is designed to maintain healthy blood sugar levels, support cardiovascular health, and help reduce abdominal fat. However, Prolon is not just a diet. It's a science-driven approach rooted in Nobel Prize-winning medical research. The journey with Prolon begins with a five-day regimen of snacks, soups, and beverages, all crafted to sustain a fasting state. Choosing a nutrition program can be daunting, yet Prolon would be at the top of my list for its convenience, scientific backing, and effectiveness. It's no surprise that thousands of doctors now recommend Prolon to foster healthy blood sugar and cardiovascular health. Right now, Prolon is offering I Can't Sleep listeners 10% off their 5-day nutrition program. Go to prolonlife.com slash I Can't Sleep. That's P-R-O-L-O-N lifecom dot slash I Can't Sleep for this special offer. That's ProlonLife.com slash I Can't Sleep. And thank you to Prolon for sponsoring the podcast. A star is an astronomical object consisting of
1: a luminous spheroid of plasma held together by its own gravity. The nearest star to Earth is the sun. Many other stars are
0: visible to the naked eye from Earth during the night appearing as a multitude of fixed luminous points in the sky due to their immense distance from Earth. Historically, the most prominent stars were grouped into constellations and asterisms, the brightest of which gained proper names. Astronomers have assembled star catalogs that identify the known stars And provide standardized stellar designations. However, most of the estimated three hundred sextillion stars in the universe are invisible to the naked eye
1: from Earth, including all stars outside our galaxy, the Milky Way. For at least a portion of its life, A star shines due
0: to thermonuclear fusion of hydrogen into helium in its core, releasing energy that traverses the star's interior and then radiates into outer space. Almost all naturally occurring elements heavier than helium are created by stellar nucleosynthesis during the star's lifetime.
1: And for some stars, by supernova nucleosynthesis, when it explodes.
0: Near the end of its life, a star can also contain degenerate matter. Astronomers can determine the mass, age, metallicity, chemical composition and many other properties of a star by observing
1: its motion through space, its luminosity, and spectrum, respectively. The
0: total mass of a star is the main factor that determines its evolution and eventual fate. Other characteristics of a star, including diameter and temperature, change over its life while the star's environment affects its rotation and movement. A plot of the temperature of many stars against their luminosities produces a plot known as a Hertzsprung-Russell diagram, HR diagram. Plotting a particular star on that diagram allows the age and evolutionary stage of
1: that star to be determined. A star's life begins with the gravitational
0: collapse of a gaseous nebula of material composed primarily
1: of hydrogen, along with helium, and trace amounts of heavier elements. When the stellar
0: core is sufficiently dense, hydrogen becomes steadily converted into helium through nuclear fusion releasing energy in the process. The remainder of the star's interior carries energy away from the core through a combination of radiative and convective heat transfer processes. The star's internal pressure prevents it from collapsing further under its own
1: gravity. A star with mass greater than 0.4 times the sun's will expand to become a red giant when the hydrogen fuel in its core is exhausted.
0: In some cases, it will fuse heavier elements at the
1: core or in shells around the core. As the star expands, It throws
0: a part of its mass enriched with those heavier elements
1: into the interstellar environment to be recycled later as new stars.
0: Meanwhile, the core becomes a stellar remnant,
1: a white dwarf, a neutron star, or if it is sufficiently massive a black hole. Binary and multi-star systems consist of two or more stars
0: that are gravitationally bound and generally move around each other in stable orbits. When two such stars have a relatively close orbit, their gravitational interaction can have a significant impact on their evolution. Stars can form part of a much larger gravitationally bound structure, such
1: as a star cluster or a galaxy. Observation History Historically, stars have been important to
0: civilizations throughout the world they have been part of religious practices and used for celestial navigation and orientation. Many ancient astronomers believed that stars were permanently affixed
1: to a heavenly sphere and that they were immutable. By convention, astronomers
0: grouped stars into constellations and used them to track the motions of the planets and the inferred position of the sun. The motion of the sun against the background stars and the horizon was used to create calendars, which could be used to regulate agricultural practices. The Gregorian calendar currently used nearly everywhere in the world, is a solar calendar based on the angle of the Earth's rotational
1: axis relative to its local star, the Sun. The oldest accurately
0: dated star chart was the result of ancient Egyptian astronomy in 1534 B.C. The earliest known star catalogs were compiled by the ancient Babylonian astronomers of Mesopotamia in the late 2nd millennium B.C. during the Cassette period, circa 1531 to 1155 B.C. The first star catalog in Greek astronomy was created by Aristoteles in approximately 300 B.C. with the help of Timmacris. The star catalog of Hipparchus, 2nd century B.C., included 1,020 stars and was used to assemble Ptolemy's star catalog.
1: Hipparchus is known for the discovery of the first recorded nova, New Star.
0: Many of the constellations and star names in use today derive
1: from Greek astronomy. In spite of the apparent immutability of the heavens, Chinese
0: astronomers were aware that new stars could appear. In 185 A.D., They were the first to observe and write about a
1: supernova, now known as the SN185. The brightest stellar
0: event in recorded history was the SN1006 supernova, which was observed in 1006 and written about by the Egyptian astronomer Ali ibn Ridwan, and several Chinese astronomers. The SN1054 supernova, which gave birth to the Crab Nebula, was also observed by Chinese and Islamic astronomers. Medieval Islamic astronomers gave Arabic names to many stars that are still used today, and they invented numerous astronomical instruments that could compute the position of the stars. They built the first large observatory research institutes, mainly for the purpose of producing Siege star catalogs. Among these, the Book of Fixed Stars, 964, was written by the Persian astronomer Abd al-Rahman al-Sufi, who observed a number of stars, star clusters, including the Omicron Volurum and
1: Baraki's clusters, and galaxies, including the Andromeda galaxy. According to A. Zahur, in the 11th century, The Persian
0: polymath scholar Abu Rayyan Biruni described the Milky Way galaxy as a multitude of fragments having the properties of nebulous stars, and also gave the latitudes of various stars during
1: a lunar eclipse in 1019. According to Joseph Puig, the Andalusian astronomer Ibn Bajjah
0: proposed that the Milky Way was made up of many stars that almost touched one another and appeared to be a continuous image due to the effect of refraction from sublunary material citing his observation of the conjunction of Jupiter and Mars
1: on 500 A.H., 1106-1107 A.D., as evidence.
0: Early European astronomers such as Tycho Brahe identified new stars in the night sky, later termed novae suggesting that the heavens were not immutable. In 1584, Giordano Bruno suggested that the stars were like the sun and may have other planets, possibly even earth-like, in orbit around them. An idea that had been suggested earlier by the ancient Greek philosophers Democritus and Epicurus and by medieval Islamic cosmologists, such as Fakr al-Din al-Razi. By the following century, the idea of the stars being the same as the Sun was reaching a consensus among astronomers. To explain why these stars exerted no net gravitational pull on the solar system, Isaac Newton suggested that the stars were equally distributed in every direction, an idea prompted by the theologian Richard Bentley. The Italian astronomer Gemignano Montanari recorded observing variations in luminosity of the star Algol in 1667. Edmund Halley published the first measurements of the proper motion of a pair of nearby fixed stars, demonstrating that they had changed positions since the time of the ancient Greek astronomers
1: Ptolemy and Hipparchus. William Herschel was the first astronomer to attempt
0: to determine the distribution of stars in the sky. During the 1780s, he established a series of gauges in 600 directions and counted the stars observed along each line of sight. From this, he deduced that the number of stars steadily increased toward one side of the sky in the direction of the Milky Way core. His son John Herschel repeated this study in the southern hemisphere and found a corresponding increase in the same direction. In addition to his other accomplishments, William Herschel is also noted for his discovery that some stars do not merely lie along the same line of sight, but are also physical companions that form binary star systems. The science of stellar spectroscopy was pioneered by Joseph von Fraunhofer and Angelo Secchi. By comparing the spectra of stars, such as Sirius, to the Sun, they found differences in the strength and number of their absorption lines, the dark lines in stellar spectra caused by the atmosphere's absorption of specific frequencies. In 1865, Secchi began classifying stars in spectral types. However, the modern version of the stellar classification scheme was developed by Annie J. Cannon during the 1900s. The first direct measurement of the distance of a star, 61 Cygni, at 11.4 light-years, was made in 1838 by Friedrich Bessel, using the parallax technique. Parallax measurements demonstrated the vast separation of the stars in the heavens. Observation of double stars gained increasing importance during the 19th century. In 1834, Friedrich Bessel observed changes in the proper motion of the star Sirius and inferred a hidden companion. Edward Pickering discovered the first spectroscopic binary in 1899 when he observed the periodic splitting of the spectral lines of the star Miser in a 104-day period. Detailed observations of many binary star systems were collected by astronomers such as Friedrich Georg Wilhelm von Struve and S. W. Burnham, allowing the masses of stars to be determined from the computation of orbital elements. The first solution to the problem of deriving an orbit of binary stars from Telescope Observations, was made by Felix Savary in 1827. The 20th century saw increasingly rapid advances in the scientific study of stars. The photograph became a valuable astronomical tool. Karl Schwarzschild discovered that the color of a star, and hence its temperature, could be determined by comparing the visual magnitude against the photographic magnitude. The development of the photoelectric photometer allowed precise measurements of magnitude at multiple wavelength intervals. In 1921, Albert A. Mickelson made the first measurements of a stellar diameter using an interferometer on the Hooker telescope at Mount Wilson Observatory. Important theoretical work on the physical structure of stars occurred during the first decades of the 20th century. In 1913, the Hertzsprung-Russell diagram was developed, propelling the astrophysical study of stars. Successful models were developed to explain the interiors of stars and stellar evolution. Cecilia Payne-Gaposchkin first proposed that stars were made primarily of hydrogen and helium in her 1925 PhD thesis. The spectra of stars were further understood through advances in quantum physics. This allowed the chemical composition of the stellar atmosphere to be determined. With the exception of supernovae, individual stars have primarily been observed in the local group and especially in the visible part of the Milky Way as demonstrated by the detailed star catalogs available for our galaxy. But some stars have been observed in the M100 galaxy of the Virgo Cluster about 100 million light-years from the Earth. In the local supercluster, it is possible to see star clusters, and current telescopes could, in principle, observe faint individual stars in the local group. However, outside the local supercluster of galaxies, neither individual stars nor clusters
1: of stars have been observed. The only exception is a faint image of a large
0: star cluster containing hundreds of thousands of stars located at a distance of one billion light-years, ten times further than most distant star cluster previously observed. In February 2018, astronomers reported, for the first time, a signal of the reionization epoch an indirect detection
1: of light from the earliest stars formed, about 180 million years after the Big Bang.
0: In April 2018, astronomers reported the detection of the most distant ordinary, i.e. main sequence star, named Icarus, formerly MACS J1149
1: Lensend Star 1 at 9 billion light-years away from Earth. In May 2018,
0: astronomers reported the detection of the most distinct oxygen ever detected in the universe and the most distant galaxy ever observed by Atacama Large Military Array or the Very Large Telescope. With the team inferring that the signal was emitted 13.3 billion years ago, or 500 years after the Big Bang. They found that the observed brightness of the galaxy is well explained by a model where the onset of star formation corresponds to only 250 million years
1: after the universe began, corresponding to a redshift of about 15.